on Italian radio show. As we celebrate the favorite holiday of the Irish, we got to remind our listeners that St. Patrick was actually Italian. Today we give you all the details. Coming right up on Italian radio show. Hello, folks, and welcome to the Italian Radio Show, brought to you by West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR, down here at KMET 1490 AM Palm Springs, or 98.1 FM, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. My name is Tony Lestella, your host, and I have the lovely Marcia Caputo. Caputo, Caputo, Caputo. You should have the clapping. I'm always working with that. Come on. Uh, Vincenzo, Italy, from Vincenzo, Italy. There yes, you go. I, you know, the beautiful Vincenzo Italy behind you there looks lovely, Marzia. You see the picture, the center, the big... Uh, yeah, that's, like, well, that's where you go to church, like, you know, right? right. It's, it's a Palladio, but no, it's not a church. Oh, that's, not, that's, <laughs> a, that's where you go to bet on the races. Okay. It's <laughs> okay. like going to church in a way. Okay, I got you. I got you. I'm going to cover up everything right now. <laughs> well, folks, you are listening to us, of course, down here live every Monday 4 p.m. Pacific time on the West Coast in California, uh, down on KMET. But you might be hearing us around the country. We have a number of affiliate stations. We love all of our affiliate stations, wherever they may be. And, of course, you can always stream us online by going to our website, WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, and you can stream our show live every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific, or you can listen to us in archive, because the minute we're done with the show today, it goes up in archives, and uh, we have all of our other shows there from the last eight years. I think we have um, right around 500 hours of great shows, great guests, so please tell all your friends, family, everywhere in the world, we have listeners all over the planet, however you're listening, wherever you're listening, welcome to the show. We love all of our listeners. So now, you know, this is going to be a great show because uh, we talk about, you know, St. Patrick. And a lot of people don't know that St. Patrick was actually Italian. I mean, you know, he wasn't Irish. He was a Roman that got shipwrecked and then he became like a missionary there in Ireland. But he was actually of Roman descent. So I think this is a good place for us to start, Marcia, getting into our news stories. What do you think? Well, yes, go ahead. Our news stories of the week. So I'm going to actually jump to our second news story here. We'll come back to the first one. And this is the St. Patrick history, okay? Okay. So interestingly, um, you know, Americans, you know, all across the country and probably in other places in the world, a lot of people, whatever their nationality is, on March 17th every year celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. You guys celebrate this at your house. I mean, you know what? 
Um, here in the States, yes. In Italy, we don't. But yes. Italy, you don't. Well, you know, figure you Here we do it. My husband's all exactly. right, so I believe that. We do it. Okay? There you go. Okay? But you know, as we said, St. Patrick was actually Italian. His mm-hmm. parents uh, were of Roman ancestry, uh, and they were missionaries there in the British Isles when he was born. He was kidnapped then as a child, taken to Ireland. He escaped, went back to uh, Rome, where he, I guess, became a priest, became a bishop, actually. And then um, he went back to Ireland to convert all the people. And there's a lot of stories about that. Of course, the one story that's the most famous is about St. Patrick and, you know, uh, driving all the snakes out of Ireland. But I guess uh, over the centuries, they found that there's more myth in that than actually fact because it doesn't appear that there were any snakes in Ireland, but that's for a whole other show there. So uh, what do you think about that, Marchie? He was actually of Roman descent, you know? What a guy. Again, I'm really proud that we are. One more thing that is Italian, that people were thinking was Irish. So that is good. One more thing that shows you, you know, that how Italians have influenced the entire world, Mm -hmm. even when you think that's something else, right? Now we're going to come back to our um, Irish-Italian stuff in just a second, but I want to ask you a question. Okay. How do you say Kardashian in Italian? Okay, let me read it. We read it every letter. So it's How do you say Kardashian in say Italian? Kardashian, Kardashian, because we put the I-A-N, Kardashian. All right, right. This, is, this is a trick question because Why? You know, here I, in the United States, the Kardashians, this is a big thing. It's on TV. It's like, you know, I've never watched one show of it. I'm very, very proud to say. I never will watch one show of it. I'm very, very proud to say. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people are into it. Um, I don't know why, but they are, you know, especially the younger generation. And right. there's, you know, these rich people, I don't know where they're located, you know, California, Jersey, California. someplace. But they're big influences on the young people uh, on, you know, how to spend money and how to buy all this luxury stuff, blah, 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 all right? Right. Well, apparently, um, there is a gal now in Italy. Her name is Chiara uh, Ferragni, okay? Chiara oh, Ferragni. Uh-huh. Ferragni, okay? yes. And she's a... Kind of, kind of the, the Italian's version of the Kardashians, okay? She's this uh, little blonde bombshell. She goes on uh, the Internet. She goes on TV. She's a blogger. She's telling everybody what they should buy, what they should wear, how they should act, and everything like this, right? Especially when it comes to fashion industry. So, I don't know. Have you ever heard of her? Yeah, she's really famous, especially because uh, she got married with a famous rap, rap guy. But she was a model. She did some movie. Beautiful. She's beautiful, beautiful girl. Really beautiful. So. Well, apparently this, she's following this whole thing that the Kardashians do here in this country, where she's becoming now uh, like the one that all the young people there, uh, young adults, you know, watch in Italy, or they tune into her blog, and they follow her. And she tells everybody, like, you know what they're supposed to do. It says she has something like huh. 630,000 subscribers on Instagram. Um, she has 1.3 million subscribers on something else. I'm not quite sure what it is, but uh, maybe Facebook. But she's like like the really big deal there if you're into that type of thing, right? 
Well, I think if I'm not, I don't be wrong, he got famous more only because he was dating the famous rapper that everybody loved him. So as soon as she started dating him, people start to be curious about her more, what she's doing. Well, perhaps that that's in a sense. Uh, help a little bit. Yes, the sense that she's on this flicker. I don't know what flicker is. It probably is another one of those sort of things where she's doing, you know, she, she has all her people following her. She dresses up and uh, whatever outfit she's trying to push or whatever product mm-hmm. she's trying to push. Uh, and, and has an empire of, of of being an influencer, an influencer, which is the, like the new thing out now today. You know, I'm going to influence people too. I'm going to influence them how to be Italian, and you know, we're going to influence you the right, the right, doing the right thing, doing the right thing, starting by listening yeah. to our show. There you go. Okay. You know, that that helps. Yes, yes. I think I'm That's sure true. that if you were married with someone more uh, married with someone rich. You'd be exactly with six million people. Exactly. If I wouldn't write someone rich, you'd think I'd be doing this show. I'd be like playing golf all the time, you know? What can I tell you, right? All right. So moving back now to our Irish-Italian thing. You know, interestingly, the Irish and Italians, at least here in the United States, have a long, long history together, especially if you get to places like New York City, okay? And it's interesting because you have there's all this conflict going on in places in the world where people are not getting along together, right? One place or another place, but the Italians and the Irish had to learn how to get along, because let me tell you what, in the 1890s, when, you know, all the immigrants were coming over, at that point, basically, the Irish, you know, were in control of New York City, I mean, they were the ones who were really controlling, calling the shots, all these Italian immigrants started coming over, and there was a lot of anger, because, um, the, the Irish felt the Italian immigrants were willing to work for less money, or taking all of their jobs, Away, so there's the, not the same fights. thing that's happening right now. It's like yeah, probably, probably not there's these senior, huge fights, you know, neighbor losing neighbor because they're taking over. You know? Exactly. So, uh, and this went on for several decades. Right. We had the Irish and the Italian laborers to begin with. They had, I remember, they had street gangs. You know, you have the Irish gang, the Italian gang, and this was violent stuff. I mean, people were getting murdered over this type oh of stuff, gosh. right? Okay. Um, I mean, there was really serious stuff. Uh, interestingly, though, they had to learn to work together, uh, which they did over the years. But a big part of this, of course, was that the Irish guys started to think that the Italian girls were cute. So they wanted to date the Italian girls, right? And, of course, you know, the Italian guys, the last thing in the world we want to do is marry another Italian girl. Because, I mean, you know, my, you know be with your sister, your mother, nag, 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 nag. I mean, hey, you know, you're not like, nagging, okay? No I'd be trying to work out. with you, you know? So, of course, we would want to marry the Irish girls. Because the Irish girls had the red hair. They were like, you know, exotic. Exotic, you know? And so that was a big turn of it. And then, of course, when you got into the 1940s, 1950s, you got the Irish the Italians and the Jews all got together, and they started to, you know, really get together in the mafia, okay? Now, I know that we don't, you know, we're not trying to promote the mafia on the show at all. I mean, because that's just a very small element. But it, it it's important to just say historically, historically, that that's kind of how they got together. They started working out things in business because you had the Jewish guys. They were basically the smart guys. Then you had the Italians who were controlling all the unions by then. And, of course, you had the Irish who were the muscle. So it worked out to be a very, very good thing. And uh, now, of course, the Italians and the Irish are the best of friends. And uh, we have a lot of fun, you know, teasing each other. But, you know, I have many Irish friends. In fact, I have a great guy to bring on the show in a little bit as a guest. So there you go, folks, your Italian news for the day. We're going to be right back 
with Chef Marco from Tuta Bella with our food segment with our Italian phrases. Don't go away because we got lots more Italian radio show for you here with KMET Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. E tu dici parto a Dio, tarum dare das tu core, das da terra dell'amore. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Authentic pizza from Napoli right here in the Northwest? With multiple occasions in Puget Sound, Puna Bella provides real Neapolitan pizza. Plus the grab-and-go products in QFC, Costco, and Fred Meyer. Take and bake pizzas, grab-and-go salads, pastas, sauces, tiramisu. I hear you could even add them to your Smith Brothers Farms order. Tutta bella, the real deal for authentic Napolitan pizza and Italian food. Go to the website today to learn more at tutabella.com. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. We're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Hello, folks, and we're back with more Italian radio show. Now is my favorite part of the show, the food and beverage segment, because, you know, I'm Italian. I like to eat. Uh, and this is brought to you by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka from Austin, Texas. Tito's does so much for people around the country, supports many great charities, and what a fantastic drink. Next time you have a special party or event, make sure Tito's is a part of it. I got one of my best friends here, the guy who, like, is a great, great Italian cook, up in the Seattle area, the, the main chef for Tutta Bella, which has a bunch of great, authentic Neapolitan pizza places up there. Chef Marco Noco, welcome back to the Italian Radio Show. How you doing? Ciao, Tony. How are you? It's, uh, nice to, it's nice to be here. Well, of course, it's you know, fantastic. we're celebrating. we're celebrating the fact that St. Patrick 
was really Italian. So, you know, I got my whole Italian, American, Irish outfit here on that I'm wearing today. And so I thought it'd be fun if you gave us kind of a special recipe that could be fitting for an Italian St. Patrick's type of meal. What do you say? I think it's a fantastic idea. San Patrizio. San Patrick. San Patrizio. In, in there you go. Exactly. I, I have a wonderful recipe for uh, you. It's uh, the little here, orecchiette. It's from the south part of Italy. Yeah. Those are usually made by hand. That You make uh, a, a dough with water and uh, uh, flour with uh, mixed with uh, double zero and semolina, just salt. Oh, sounds just, fantastic. You just work the dough and then you just make like the... A little uccignolo, just like a little string of pasta. And then with the knife, you just let it flick over your fingers and make like the little ear shape. Now, today, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do it with the pork sausage, little spicy, and the broccoli wrap. You want to right, right. blanch in the broccoli wrap first just to take the bitterness off a little bit. Saute with garlic, a little sausage, a little spice, and then you want to cook the orchid in lots of water and salt, and then you just toss them together. Pecorino cheese in the end of it to to finish it, and why not? A nice glass of uh, red wine will go with that. You know, it's a... That it's, sounds good. I'm getting hungry just talking to you here. I got to tell you, yes. man, you know, I've been hungry just talking to you, and I know St. Patrick's Day this 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 year, even though it's in the middle of Lent, it's on a Thursday, so we can eat sausage. We can eat meat. There you go, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And then, I mean, if you're a vegetarian, you want to take that sausage out, you can definitely do that. We can add some mushroom to that. You yeah, know, yeah, we, yeah. We want, to skip, we want to skip your cheese, uh, just a little extra virgin olive oil, crushed pepper on top of it. And then you're set. You're set for life. So where did this recipe originate? This uh, You said you, you, when you were a kid, your mom used to make this, Yes. Yes, that's from Puglia, from the south part ah, yeah, of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, Italy. Yes, so they, you make two, two of those. You can make the orecchiette, that's the little ear, or the strascinato, the strascinato. Basically, the pasta is a little bit more flat, and then it kind of, uh, it, it doesn't grab as much sauce like the orecchiette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, folks. A great recipe to celebrate the fact that St. Patrick was really Italian. So, you know, when you have your celebration, this is a great thing to have to eat. Tell us again what you call this. Orecchiette alle cime di rapa. Orecchiette alle cime di rapa. Thank you very much, Chef Marco. And now we're going to talk about some Italian phrases. And by the way, our Italian phrases are brought to you by none other than our great sponsor, Tutta Bella Pizzeria. Hey, Chef Marco, you guys sponsor this. We love you guys for it. And I got to tell you, if you guys want really great Italian pizza, I mean, true Neapolitan pizza by a place certified even by the Italian government, and you're up in the Puget Sound area, you got to check out Tutta Bella. They are the best. So I thought we would have fun today, Chef Marco, uh, in that, you know, since our whole theme of the show is St. Patrick really being Italian, I came up with some fun, uh, Italian, well, some fun phrases that I would say in, uh, in English that I thought it'd be fun to have you translate these for us into Italian. All right. Yeah. So let me give you the first one here. Okay. The first one is to really be Irish, 
You have to come from Rome. <laughs> okay. Okay. To be, uh, I, okay. Per essere irlandese, devi venire da Roma. Va bene. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of fun. All right. So now let me see here. Uh, the next one would be, hang on one second. Uh, you know what? I am having an issue here with my computer. Believe it or not. There we go. I'm going to cut out this little part in the middle, and so we will just continue. All right, the second one is Italians don't need a four-leaf clover to get lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So, gli italiani non hanno bisogno del quadrifoglio per essere fortunati. I love it. I love it. Boy, this is good stuff. We should publish a book with this stuff. This is great. All right, and last but not least, I got to go to for us here. Who needs green beer when you got Italian red wine? Uh, oh, I, I love this one. Okay, chi ha bisogno della birra verde se hai il vino rosso? Va bene. Oh, I love it. That sounds so fantastic. So tell me, Chef Marco. Now uh, up there at Tuta Bella, um. You guys planning something special like, you know, St. Patrick's, like over at our restaurant, you know, we're going to be doing some special stuff, uh, you know, have some fun with some, uh, maybe some green pasta, uh, some pesto sauce and different things like that. What about you guys? You're going to do something? Yeah, we're going to do like a, a green taco and then uh, it's going to go towards like a little bit more uh, on uh, appletini you know it's an apple martini oh yeah yeah and yeah he, uh, so basically we're going to try to put like this uh, green uh, uh liqueur in there too so it kind of give us this little green things but instead of we have like a little olives with a little uh, italian flag just oh that's fun mar- just to marry that to things because i mean san patrizio it's from, yeah 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 uh, it's an italian so that would be yeah, that's, that's a blast that's you know i i haven't thought about it. i know we talked about this and maybe we'll do it sometime in the future because you know my family has a great recipe for a zabaglione you know yes. and uh, of course you normally make that with either marsala or uh-huh. sometimes some people make it with cream sherry but i thought wouldn't it be interesting if you made that with irish mist oh. liqueur you know, because it's kind of the same type of liquor as like a Marsala or cream sherry would be, but just a little bit different flavor. Now, I'm just curious. Now, I've been thinking about this, so I got to try it. So maybe for St. Patrick's, I'll make a special thing like that, see how it goes. I'll let you know. Okay. You know what? Actually, I'll tell you what. I'm going to try it myself and see. And see. Yeah, how yeah. Don't we'll compare. We'll compare notes. We'll compare notes. Absolutely. All right, Chef Marco, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you very, very much, and we appreciate you and everything that Tuta Bella does for us. Take care, my friend. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Marci, I got a good artist of the week this this week because we're talking about the Italians, the Irish, right? So I'm going back into the vault. I'm going back, way back. I mean, this actually, with the year I was born, this came out. Remember, one of the most famous Irish singers of all time in the United States was Bing Crosby. I mean, he was just a famous singer to begin with, but, you know, there was a lot to do made about him being Irish and everything, and he would always, you know, do these beautiful Irish songs in the movies. So back in 1958, he got together with Dean Martin, and they kind of had a contest to see, you know, which songs would be the better, the Irish songs or the Italian songs. 
And so we pulled this out of our archives. It's a great, great little uh, medley they're doing where they're doing di- different Irish songs and doing different Italian songs, everything from Torna Sorrento to My Wild Irish Rose to O Marie to Tura Lura Lura do Sole Mio. So here you go. It's a great, great thing for our show this week, the show I guess the cooperation between the Irish and the Italian, but also, you know, the Irish love to sing, the Italians love to sing, they both have great voices, so here are two of the best, Dean Martin, Bing Crosby, doing their Irish-Italian medley. Are you comfy? No, I'm Rocky. (laughs) (laughs) Say, imagine when word gets back to uh, you-know-who back there in New York about how we're doing it. Show in the rocking chair, you Saturday night show in a hammock, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, Perry Creamy? Yeah, yeah he'll be laid out. <laughs> he'll lay down. Look, you know, may, may I pay you a very lavish compliment? I'll take anything I can get. Lay it on. But I just want to tell you that I consider this a great honor to, to be on the same program with you. Oh, come on. No, I mean this. I mean it. No, it's a, it's a privilege just to be by oh, your side. Oh, get out. Yeah, <laughs> so could... let's sing some folk songs. What kind of folk songs? Well, folk songs that my folks like to hear. What's that? Italian folk songs. Oh, no. <laughs> Lay back, folks. You're going to get a salvo of fettuccine and we, Maria. Oh, we got a million of paisan. I'm not a paisan. I'm not Italian. You, you... You're not Italian? No. You, you're not Italian? No. Well, how come so many young Italians sing like you? <laughs> well, you're not so young, really. I... <laughs> Tell what we'll do. What? Uh, if you like to sing folk songs, Italian folk songs, you sing a couple, I'll sing some uh, Irish folk songs. You're an Irish, That's right? Huh? We will get in very big in South Boston. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Uh, well, we'll sort of have a, a musical, you might call it uh, a musical pizza with a, a shamrock uh, atop. Oh, well, at least green noodles. Yeah. You know, something like that. Avance, signore, mare come bello. Spirit and sentimento, consil tu so avocendo, chi me desto fa sognar. My wild Irish rose, don't be a hit. <laughs> That's the sweetest flower that grows above the and someday for my sake. She may let me take the blue from my wild Irish rose. We Marie. I know he's coming in there, yeah. We Marie. Take it, we Marie. Juan de Zona, Chiver Sobilte. If I'd not me. Oi ve
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Authentic pizza from Napoli right here in the Northwest? With multiple occasions of Puget Sound, Puna Bella provides real Neapolitan pizza. Plus the grab-and-go products at QFC, Costco, and Fred Meyer. Take-and-bake pizzas, grab-and-go salads, pastas, sauces, tiramisu. I hear you could even add them to your Smith Brothers Farms order. Tutta bella, the real deal for authentic Neapolitan pizza and Italian food. Go to the website today to learn more at tutabella.com. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Italian radio show, West Coast Italian Radio, down here with KMET Palm Springs, an affiliate of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. My name is Tony Lestella with a lovely Marcia Caputo, and we got a great guest today. Because we're talking all about the Italians and the Irish. I mean, you got St. Patrick's Day coming up, you know. So, you know, I thought I'd bring a really good paisan, my best friend in the whole world, an Irish guy. I know nobody's perfect. His name is Jeff Brennan. Jeff, welcome to the show. Oh, luck of the Irish to you, Tony. Luck good to of the Irish. Here, my friend. <laughs> hey, if you're Italian, you're already lucky. What can I say? You know? Exactly. <laughs> so, Interestingly, uh, you know, looking back at things, probably a hundred years ago, we would not have been friends, you know, because uh, there was a lot of conflict between the Irish and the Italians, starting in about the 1890s when all the, you know, the the bulk of the Italian immigrants really started coming to the, the United States, which continued right up to about 1940. I mean, there was a lot of rivalry. The Irish had already been here. And so they were like controlling a lot of the labor, a lot of the labor industry. And they were very, very upset that all the Italians were coming over on account of we were willing to, you know, to work a lot cheaply or a lot cheaper, you know, get, you know than, than were the, uh, the Irish, you know. So I don't know if you know anything at all about that. Well, I actually do. Uh, so it wasn't actually the Irish that um, came up with St. Patrick's Day. It was the Italians, but he was an Irish-Italian guy. An Irish 50%, yeah, 50% credit. Really, really, okay. 
But with the corned beef and cabbage, you're not taking that away from the Irish. Exactly, exactly. That's all, that's all ours. Well, they, and, and they say now that, you know, that the Italians should reclaim St. Patrick's Day on account of, you know, that St. Patrick was actually, he, even though he was born in the British Isle, uh, Islands, his parents were Romans. They were there as missionaries, as we said earlier in the show. And, uh, you know, he was actually, um, kidnapped by pirates, um, taken to Ireland. I guess I don't know how old he was when all this happened. He escaped. He went back to Rome, uh, became a priest. Then he went back to Ireland and figured he was going to, I guess, convert all the, uh, the pirates or the Irish or whatever, but he was very instrumental in bringing the Catholic church there. And of course, you know, the, it's a big thing. I know with both the Irish and with the Italians is the Catholic church. Of course, the Irish broke away and they became Protestants or at least some of them became Protestants. So I know there was a big split there with have the Irish being um, Catholic half of them being Protestant, and to this day, I guess there still is a, a certain amount of conflict, although not like it was at one time. That is that is correct. So I, I'm still Protestant. I never switched over. That reminds me of a joke I heard, but I'll, I'm going to save it for after hours show, because it's one of those type of jokes that people are going to have to listen to. So interestingly, um, you know, now when you talk about some of these uh, these traditions, these uh um, like you said early, you know, corned beef and cabbage and that type of thing. But the one thing I do know is that the Irish love whiskey. And of course, I love whiskey. So I'm not like your typical Italian. I mean, I, wine is okay, yeah. but I can take it or leave it. But I love whiskey. I mean, Irish whiskey, scotch, it's all good to me. I mean, you know. Talk about good. you about say wine, it's okay. Wine yeah, is you good. Know, <laughs> I know. I, and that's just what I'm saying. She's from hey, Italy. Look at this. Look at this. You guys are too pale. You drink too much whiskey. That's what it is. Wine <laughs> is good for your blood. Look at the complexion. You know what I mean? Come on now. Well, no, no. Yeah, it's not I that I dislike wine. You know. See, I have a filter on that makes me whiter. <laughs> it makes yeah, you yeah, whiter. You know, you, it's the Irish that. filter. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if we're supposed to say that in this day and age, you know, with all the socially correct thing. I don't know that you want to do a filter that's going to make you whiter, but that's again for another show. <laughs> we're not going to get into it right here. You know, we push the envelope enough as it is to begin with, but, uh, okay. you're right. Yeah. You know, it's, and, and what's interesting, what's interesting, uh, mm. by the time my generation came along, of course, the, uh, the Irish and the Italians were great friends by then. Um, and according to what my grandparents told me, um, you, you know, when, when they came over around the beginning of the 1900s, they were forbidden to date anybody who was not of Italian descent. So I don't know how it was with the Irish, but I might even remember my grandfather taking all the grandkids aside. I was like four or five years old. I didn't know what he was talking about at the time, saying, you could never date or marry anybody who's not Italian. He's going to disown you. I know, Marcia, you're, d- d- does your family, are they still like that? Okay. The North, we always say, you don't marry someone from the South. That's how it is. It used to be. You know, that's it. I heard all the time. But my family, look at that. My father from the North, he married from someone from the South. Exactly. That's like taboo. Me, don't marry someone who's not Italian. I push my, my belief and marry someone American. So you see what I mean? You always contradict and do what you believe. So. Well, I know that when I was a kid, by that point, the Italians, the Irish state, they were all getting along. Everybody was having a great time. We would just figure whose mother had the best, you know, the best dinner that night. We'd all land at her house. 
But I, growing up, I, I always thought it was really great growing up in New York because I have friends who were Jewish, Irish, Slovak, Polish. I mean, all, all of the different, uh, you know, different ethnic groups of that time. And, uh, we all got along pretty good. Um, as an Italian boy, though, I got to tell you, we never wanted to marry an Italian girl. Okay. No okay, offense meant you toward say, you, Marcia. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> just well, what you, can we say? No, you'd be too much. It's nag, I, nag, I nag, nag, nag. Too much like our sisters it. and our, our, you know, and, and our mothers, right? So it was Ooh. always, my, my first girlfriend was a Jewish girlfriend, was one of the loves of my life. Um, I was a little young at the time. Um, so, you know, I didn't wind up marrying her, but then I, I wanted to marrying and being happy settling down with an Irish girl. See, because they had the red hair, they were exotic. I know, as a, as an Irish boy, the Irish guys always seem to like the Italian girls. So, how was that with you, Jeff? It's the same well, thing. He saw me. What about you, Jeff? I want to hear you. Well, you know, for me, I'll date anybody as long as they're just a good person, and most of them are Irish. But I have met some really nice Italian women too. So, oh, you see, yeah, huh? See? I bring your present right company now. accepted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, so. that was, then, you know, that there's a lot of similarities. Actually, Michelle and I have talked over the years. There's a lot of similarities. First of all, uh, if you walk into an Italian house, if you walk into an Irish house, the first thing they want to do is feed you. Every time I go to see your parents, Jeff, First thing you're out of your mother's mouth, you, you hungry, you want something to eat. I mean, you know, yep. she wants to feed you. You go to my mother's house, the first thing, she want to feed you. You go to, you go to Marcia's house, they want to feed you, right? So. Right. I yeah, think the that's, same thing. We are really alike. That's maybe why we, you know, the bump head. Yeah, yeah. Like, the similarity you know. between the cultures is there. And then we both love to drink. God bless the Irish and the oh, Italians. Yeah. We both love the drink, you know, whether it's wine, whether it's beer, whether it's whiskey, who knows, so long as it's alcohol, God bless you, you know? Oh. A good McCallum 18. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't go see soccer game with Irish people, Italian. There will be war. I actually had, had an Irish guy, Rick Spear, uh, from the Knights of Columbus who gave us this beautiful, beautiful bottle of red wine that was just exquisite. So, you know, I, I like wine too. It just is not my go-to okay. beverage, you know? Now, the okay. third thing is the Irish love music. They love music, you know? I mean, uh, look at all the great Irish singers over the years. You had the three tenors, but then you had the three Irish tenors. Celtic and uh, like with our mix, you get you have guys like Bing Crosby, guys like Dean Martin. So great music on both sides of the aisle. Have you seen Celtic Thunder yet? Celtic Thunder. I've not seen Celtic no, Thunder. you got to watch it. it. Tell us about Celtic special. Thunder. Okay. It's really Really great Irish music. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know a lot of the pop guys, like even Mick Jagger. Uh, he didn't he do his version there of the 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 long black veil or something like that. It's one of my my wife were the singing about you know the girl that he falls in love with, who's his best friend's wife, and you know he winds up being put to death, but then she's crying and singing over his grave. Yeah, it's called the the black veil or something like. And these that's one thing about Irish songs. Everybody always dies in these Irish songs, you know. They're real <laughs> like killer a country songs. music. They're real killer songs, exactly. <laughs> Well, you know, that's it. And my band, like once a year, I drive my guys nuts because Michelle insists that I take an Irish gig every year because she wants to hear all the Irish songs, okay? And I know probably 40 or 50 Irish songs, so that, you know, you got to make the band learn the music once a year. But you always, and you got to love the music because, like you say, it's always 
about guys that are either dying, everybody dies in it, or they all get drunk in it, or they all got these big fights in it, like, you know, where they're beating each other up, you know? Wow. It's like going to a soccer game, I guess. Well, do you know how an Italian greets a, an Irishman? I'm not quite sure. Welcome to McDonald's, sir. Can I take your order? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. That is a pretty good one. So growing up, I mean, uh, did you uh, have a lot of Italian friends? I mean, I, again, you know, we come from a different generation. But, um, you know, the, 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 did, did you hang out with the Italians much? Absolutely. Uh, so where I, where I actually grew up is in uh, Normandy Park, yeah, which is yeah. here in Washington. Yeah. And we had such a mixed, diverse group of people. Um from India, from, from, um, literally all over the world. Right, and right, right. A lot of Italian, a lot of Catholic. So was, there was a lot of that growing up. It was, it was so good to have such a mix. Yeah. So we didn't have the segregation like, you know, like maybe my parents had, maybe their parents had. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. And everybody just, everybody seemed to get along back then. Of course, that was in the 19, 1960s also, which is, you know, probably 25, 30 years where actually the Irish and the Italians really started to get along. Yeah. What yeah. was that, about the thirties, forties? Yeah, probably. And yeah, well, I think it was like right around world war two, which interestingly, I think they had a lot to do with it because people were fighting together, you know? And one thing is when you're fighting together, uh, it really helps to get over, as you know, I mean, you're a very distinguished combat veteran, uh, Marine Corps Special Forces. So, you know, you meet guys from all kinds of ethnic backgrounds. But if you're fighting together and you got each other's back, that goes a long way towards healing whatever ethnic rift there might be between cultures. I got to tell you, it doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Because everybody becomes a team. Yeah. There's nobody, you know, we're all for the same uh, purpose. And just to clarify, um, the Army is the only ones that have special forces. And the Marine Corps would be Special Operations Command. Special Operations, so, right. Yep. But I know you did that a lot. I met some of the guys, in fact, over the time we've known each other, who you served with. And they've been of, of pretty much every ethnic culture that I can think of. And you really do become brothers through something like that, which I guess shall be a lesson to all of us, whether it happens because you grew up in an ethnic uh, neighborhood where you have many different cultures or you serve together in the armed forces. It's a lesson, I think, that, all the world should take that the way that the Irish and the Italians work their things out. And you're one of my best friends in the entire world, and I love you like a brother. Absolutely, and ditto, brother. All right, folks, you're listening to the Italian Radio Show. We're going to be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. We have Jeff Brennan here, my Irish brother, as my guest, along with Marcia Caputa, my co-host. This is Tony Lestella. We'll be right back with more show right after this word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Mamma mia, tutta bella pizza is fantastic. Joe Fuggero, their owner, is here to tell us more. Yes, authentic pizza from Napoli with seven convenient locations across Puget Sound. Plus grab-and-go products at UFC Costco and Fred Meyer. That's right, Tony, absolutely. From our kitchen to yours, take-and-bake pizzas, fresh grab-and-go salads, tiramisu, and just this week we've added two great new jarred sauces, rustic marinara and traditional bolognese. Learn more today at tutabella.com. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Here's yours truly with a little Irish song, being that I am married to an Irish girl. So, uh, since St. Patrick was actually Italian, I'm going to do an Italian boy's version of O Danny Boy. Just specially here for the Italian radio show. Oh, Danny boy, the pipe, the pipes are calling from glen to glen and down the mountainside. The summer's gone and all the roses falling. It's you. It's you must go and I must buy. But come ye back. 
So now it's time to do our event calendar. We got some great events coming up here. And I just want to say if people want to send us your Italian events from around the United States, please go to our website, WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. Send us your event there. Uh, just send us an email there from our site. Uh, and we would be happy to put your event on our event calendar on the website. Uh, for the big, large events, we'll also uh, consider those to do on air. Since we have limited time on air, we try to do mainly the bigger, major events uh, that are happening around the country, with an emphasis, of course, throughout the Western United States, since we are technically the West Coast Italian radio show. So now, coming right into this, um, let's talk about stuff coming up here. Marcia, you know, Texas is a great place. Um, right. We got lots of fans in Texas, and they got lots of Italians in Texas. Our good friend Chef Pino moved from New York to Texas. I have family in Austin down there. But on March 13th and 14th, if you go to Houston, you get a taste of Italy and Houston. It's one of the largest Italian trade shows in the United States, and it brings in people from all over the country. So it sounds like a lot of fun. Make sure you check it out. And then not to be outdone, if you just a couple days later you want to go up to Las Vegas, Nevada, the San Gennaro Feast is going on there on March 17th through 20th, okay? And right in the middle of this, March, they're bringing one of your guys. They're bringing someone from Italy. March 19th, Albano is doing his live tour for 2022, and he's going to be at the Wilshire 
Elbel Theater in uh, Los Angeles, California. He's one of the most famous Italian singers of all time, right? Yeah, I always remember Rovina Power. They used to sing together. His ex-wife. Yeah, know? yeah, I remember that too. Yes, absolutely. So it's been two years since he's been here, so it should be a lot of fun. Make sure you check it out. He's a really great Italian artist. Also on March 19th, coming back to Texas, we have Dickinson Little Italy Italian Festival of Galveston. We love our friends in Galveston, Texas. Make sure you check that out. It's going to be a great time down there. And we're perfect yeah? for Father's Day because March 19 in Italy is a Father's Day. So oh, it is. Bring your father to this little Italy Italian. Festival. That sounds like a great idea. There you go. All right. Then on March 31st, we're going to move over just one state over to New Mexico. It's the New Mexico Italian Film and Cultural Festival. It takes place in Las Cruces. Which um, I think I said that right, Las Las Las, Las Cruces. No. Anyway, Cruces. how do you say that? Las Cruces. Las Cruces. Okay, there you go. It's an right. it's a suburb. It sounds like of Albuquerque or close to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Right. And then finishing up April 9th, the Dallas Italian Festival in Dallas, Texas. Like I said, there's a lot of great Italian events in Texas this time of year, and uh, we typically are going to give you your events about 30 days. Uh, we have Many other great events coming up throughout the year. And as we get closer to those dates, we'll be telling you more about those events. But first of all, you know, we have to tell everybody that you can listen to our show, of course, every Monday. You can listen to it live if you're in the Southern California area on KMET, either AM or FM, or at one of our affiliate stations around the country that carry us. Uh, you can also go online. You can stream us live every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific time at our website. That's K, that's WCIR.biz. At the top, the little link you click on that takes you to our show page at KMET. And from there, you can stream the show. But you can also listen to us in archives. And this show, as soon as we're done today, goes up in our archives. It's available there 24-7. Uh, it's going to be up there in perpetuity forever with all of our wonderful, great shows we've done over the last seven years. Make sure you check those out. They're all free. Share them with your family and friends. Uh, we love our listeners wherever they are. But extra special we have for you. If you just can't get enough Italian radio show and you really want to know what we really think about things, are you ready, Marcia? we got to tell them about this, right? Yeah. Right what here. do we call our after-hours show, Marcia? Lucerosa. Lucerosa, that means Lucerosa. the red light show. So basically, in a nice way, let's just say we are doing things on that show that the FAA otherwise would not allow us to do on this show on account that it's on the Internet only. It's for people who are 18 years of age and over, and it's by subscription only. And we have a lot, a lot of fun with that show. So you do not want to miss that because we really get into our topics and we tell you what we really think about things in a very, let's say, uh, graphic Italian way that we are known so well to do, both in uh, English and in Italian. Right, Marzia? That's right. You got it right. <laughs> Again, Lucerosa. Okay? So just remember that. The Italian After Hours show, it's coming out this month. You're going to want to get a subscription. Go online. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful show, and you're going to have a great time with us, okay? And plus, it's it's televised, so you get to see. You can actually listen to it only if you want an audio version, or if you want, you can, um, you know, uh, actually see us. Of course, I'm the old guy. You see the beautiful Marcia Caputo, what she looks like, and you're going to go nuts, okay? There you are, you know? Yes, Remember right. to check out our website, WCIR.biz, because we have the very first ever 
International Italian Business Directory online. And we are, as we speak, we're adding all these businesses all over the country, all over the world. The goal is going to be within the next couple of years, no matter where you are on the planet, if you want to find an Italian business, if you want to find an Italian-owned business, you go to our directory. and We'll tell you right where one is by your place where you happen to be at. And if you have any businesses out there that are are either Italian or that are Italian-owned businesses, come on to the website because we'll give you a free listing. doesn't cost you anything. We'll list you for free. you be there and you reach Italians all over the country, all around the world. Again, my name is Tony Lestal. I'm your host, Marcia Caputo, my co-host. Marcia, it's always a pleasure doing the show with you. It's always a great fun. one here just with KMET, ABC down here at Palm Springs. Anything you want to say to our listeners before we depart? No, stay, you know, we can talk to for next time. You always be here. And uh, my only words I always say, ciao. Ciao. Well, folks, a salute. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll be back next week with a brand new great show here on the ABC Italian radio show with KMET Palm Springs, part of the West Coast Italian Radio Network. A salute. While rain is falling, I cry with you. Ciao.